Welcome to A Pod of Tea Podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. I'm your host, Emma, and I'm joined, as always, not always, but most of the time, by <laughs> one Jack Ewans. Hey, Jack. I'm here for nearly all of the new episodes so far. You are. Actually, 100% of them, right? Yeah, pretty much, because we've done two. Um, there's a compounding factor to that, really, of uh, us being in a global pandemic, so can't invite someone around. And it is really hard that like, I'm struggling to even find time to FaceTime with friends and family, negotiating it around the baby at the moment, because she's yeah. still not quite in a routine with naps. Yeah. And she's priorities. Absolutely. But she does tend to go down for a decent length of nap of a morning. So we're recording this at half eight in the morning. And we've got our little monitor on so we can see her yeah, sneezing. Turn it down a little bit so you don't get too much of that white noise. Because yeah. I can hear it more than you can. Can you? Okay. So yeah, you might hear some bits in the background. But um, if she does wake up, I'll, I'll edit it seamlessly as if she did not, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. <laughs> so hello, welcome. We are going to be reviewing today a tea from a stall in Norwich Market called Birchley's. And the tea is elderflower tea. Mm. Now, I had never heard of Birchley's. Um, nor I need to do like a bit of an in-depth discussion about all the different places that you can get tea in Norwich. There's quite a few really nice independent places. We've also got a Wittards, and I'm a fan of a Wittards. Mm-hmm. It is very, I love the samples, as we know, if you've heard <laughs> this podcast before. Wittards wouldn't like to hear that, though. Huh? <laughs> wouldn't I've, like I've to purchased that. a tea from them so, as well. It's it her. works. She's, they've got the your sample picture. lady, yeah. yeah. They've got your pitch under every counter in Wittards across the UK. Yeah. And they're like, there she is. She comes in for the samples. And then she goes on her podcast and claims she likes Wittart. Yeah. She likes the free samples. She likes the free stuff. <laughs> it's just nice, like, if you're out in the city but, but, and well, you're sorry. thirsty, you can just nip in and have a little a little tipple, a little sip. And just for clarification, you have bought tea from them. Oh, yeah. So you are a patron of Wittart. I am a patron yeah. of Wittart, yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's all these lovely different places, and then we bought a, I'm going to go off on a slight tangent here, but hey, it's a podcast, that's what you're supposed to do, um, we bought a bloom jar from this new dried flower florist, I guess you would mm-hmm. call her, flower arranger, um, they're beautiful, I didn't know dried flowers were a thing, mm-hmm. um, but they are, and I kind of wish I'd bought myself one now, and I might have to in the new year, like in the January, when we all get January blues, because we haven't got Christmas anymore, uh, maybe I'll buy myself some dried flowers to cheer myself up, um, but she made the beautiful bloom jar that we bought for some friends for a Christmas present and then we got to talking because she also enjoys a a hot beverage Mm -hmm. and said about Birchley's on the market which yeah had never heard of so pretty much the next day we go into the city um Emma's on a mission to hunt this place down. (laughs) I'm like, where is it? She's like a sniffer dog. (laughs) Where's the tea? Where's the tea? Um and the Lo and behold, there it is. It's been yeah. like we've been in the market quite a few times. Like we're no stranger to that market, and we've just not clocked that there's an entire and it's a whole stall full of loose leaf teas. They're really well priced. Like I think that's probably the most affordable place to get tea that yeah. I've seen. Um, and it was just it was like a sweetie shop. It was lovely. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I had a quick glance. Um, I will be going back and getting some more teas from them. But the one that caught my eye was this elderflower tea because I've never had elderflower tea before. I've had elderflower cordial, which I love. And I kind of, 
I don't know if it is, but I associate it with Norfolk elderflower cordial. Really? Yes, because I never had it before we moved here. And then I went out for brunch with our friend Hannah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll try that. And I was literally like blown away and just like, this is the most delicious little beverage (laughs) (laughs) in the world. But I mean, the thing is with cordial is there's a lot of sugar added. It's very sweet. And this is just, this tea is just dried elderflower um, flowers. You can add honey. I've done a bit of research online to see a bit more about elderflower and elderflower tea, but you can add honey if it was to be too... um, I don't know if it would be bitter, but I don't know. Not sweet to your liking, but apparently there is a natural sweetness to elderflower. Mm -hmm. I'm just putting the thoughts in our heads, then we drink it and we're like, ah, yes, the the natural sweetness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it looks good. I really like elderflower. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to lose any sort of man points for this, but <laughs> I don't... elder elderflower. How does that come into it? Well, elderflower is quite a uh, feminine thing, isn't it, in drinks and stuff? I don't, I can't, I can't imagine going down the local and seeing these men enjoying these elderflower. Well, you know what? They're ready missing out. If you're, I know a, they if are. you're a chap, I know they are. If you're, yeah. if you're a, um, someone who thinks themselves quite the masculine male. Yeah. Get exactly. yourself some elderflower Tap cordial. Tap your feminine side. Drink some elderflower. It's really it's good. I, I think one of my... I mean, my favourite way to have elderflower cordial is just with sparkling water. Yeah. Um, but it goes really well with a Prosecco. Does it? Yes. Mm. I've done, I'm pretty sure I've made you an elderflower Prosecco I before. Think you have. Yeah. yeah. I've had elderflower and everything because I love elderflower. It's so that's nice. The, that's the thing. But I've never had... No, no, no. Tea. I w- it's one of those things. Loads of people tend to. Um, I'm chatting, by the way, before I pour it because I read online that it needs a reasonably long steep time. Mm-hmm. So, 10 to 15 minutes was the recommended. So, I'm going to wait till we get to 10 minutes on the podcast and then I'm going to pour. Um, it, elderflower is one of those things that people tend to ramble and wild pick, sort of like forage for. And yeah. then they make elderflower cordials and um, elderflower champagne mm-hmm. is quite a. Quite a common thing. I mean, you say champagne, it's not actually champagne, is it? No. If you're a wine drinker and you're listening, champagne's only if it's made in champagne, and we don't live in champagne, we live in Norwich. <laughs> um, but yeah, so sparkling elderflower wine. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always wanted to make my own wine, and then every time I get excited about it, I look into it, and it just seems so complicated. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm making, well, making a mountain out of a molehill. I know. Now's maybe not the time to embark upon another no, little but hobby. No, there's new, new endeavours. Once the little ones go into school. Yes, <laughs> give us a few years. <laughs> we'll have a go at making some homebrew. Mm. Um, yeah, but people tend to just forage and, and pick it, don't they? Yeah. I've always... Like, the only thing I ever really forage is blackberries. Forage. Forage. Yeah. Are blackberries? That's grammatically mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, blackberries. Um, nothing else I tend to get wild. I don't, if you're not from the UK, we have a lot of blackberry bushes, like, everywhere. They'll be along the roadside. Yeah. Where I work, because it's out in the countryside, there's, like, an abundance of blackberry bushes. And they're delicious. Like, you literally just, you go pick them. The tradition is to pick them. Then you kind of get all the little bugs out of them. <laughs> and then you make a crumble. Yeah. Tends to be the way Isn't to go. the idea behind the bushes the blackberry bushes, was to keep animals in without fencing. Wasn't that... I could be completely wrong there, but, like, isn't that the idea? Because it's like they've got the fawns all over them, haven't they? I have literally no idea. You know the blackberry bush, they have the big, thick fawns with the things. I thought they lined, like, fields with them. 
keep animals in. Maybe. I mean, it'd be a good way to do it. Feed them at the same time. So yeah, it's good for the birds, like isn't go it? go anywhere. Mm. Yeah. But I could be completely talking out of my butt there, but I think <laughs> there's something there. Especially, that's why we've got a lot of them in the UK. Yeah. I feel like there's something there to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. Not that they just grow, well, they grow wild now because seeds But they were maybe put stuff, there on purpose. Yeah. Put in particular places. Yeah, they're really nice. Yeah, if you if you're not from around the UK and you ever visit and you visit in, when's best to get blackberries? It's kind of autumn. It was really early this year. Normally, mm. you get to eat them sort of at, like the tail end of autumn, edging into winter. Um, but I feel like it was right at the end of summer. This like um, sort of mid to end of summer this year that they all yeah. they all came out. Um, yeah, go for it. Just get. I'd beware ones that are low to the ground. Because of our canine friends, and beware ones that are too close to a road. Because you know fumes. Fumes get into yeah. my blackberries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, but that's what my mum told me. Is that not a thing? I don't know. I thought that was a thing. I've eaten them from roads all, all the like, time. Like, I was always told not to have them if they're too. Have close you ever to found a bug in one when you chewed it? No. I have. I probably well, have, and I'm just blanking it out. Yeah, you just chew for it. Chew for it. Don't think about it. Now I bit into one when I was younger, and it was definitely something in there and I didn't want to finish the rest of it no. I was like I know I've just swallowed half of probably something yeah but well, yeah. don't they say this is the horrible fact everyone always brings up don't they say that you eat like a certain amount of spiders a year I hear that 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 they say like on average the person eats like five spiders in their sleep in a year or so, it's something like that yeah but that's hog that must be hogwash because spiders don't just go towards your face like that's not <laughs> They're, they're really, they're terrified of you. Like kamikaze spiders, they're like, here we go. Well, you're breathing as well, it's like, how are they going to get in and then you swallow them? Like, uh, it, it's too, it's too silly. That sounds like a fact that someone yeah, just said once. Yeah, just to creep everybody out. Because they swallow the five, five spiders in a year. Yeah. <laughs> and they felt really embarrassed. <laughs> I need to normalise no, this. It happens to everyone. <laughs> it's it's like, like no, a fact. Jo- no, John, you're just a freak who eats spiders at night. <laughs> Stop it. On that delectable note, I think we're ready to do a pour. So, all right, I am, okay, we know, if again, if you've listened to this podcast, there is a history of spillage. Well, I am over Jack's computer Look, right what now. What we can do is move the mic. Look at that. Straight to well, the so you pour. Can hear it. No, I'm on about that I'm concerned that I'm going to spill it Let's all over your it. computer. Okay, here we go. The computer's under there. You're fine. Ooh. There it goes. I'll move the mic right by the... Uh, Hopefully that sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> Do another one. I've moved the mic back now. Got nice so. big teacups for us this time. Oh, yeah. that's actually a mug. Where's my other teacup gone? <laughs> there we go. Where I've been... I want to get some nice china. Like, go to a car boot sale soon. And yeah. get some nice china teacups, I was thinking. Here you go. Mm. Oh, I get the smiley face You can cup. have the smiley face cup. I'll have the one with the stars. Jeez. It looks nice. It's a nice pale... I don't know, yellowy orange colour. Mm. It looks kind of like how it sounded if you imagined something happening when you heard that pouring. There we go, everyone. <laughs> it didn't take long. <laughs> it does. Ooh. I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's the review. Jack's had a sip. I haven't sipped yet. Let's have a sip. I just went in. <laughs> oh, I'm happy. Oh, you, you like that one. <laughs> I like that. I'm happy. This she is likes that. this is <laughs> yummy. Mm. That is so subtle. Yeah, I can taste it. So like, you can the, taste the, the sides of my tongue. Yes. It must be where the 
taste receptors for this particular taste are? I'd say you need to drink something like elderflower cordial before trying a tea like this because then you can you can like your 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 mouth is accustomed to that taste so then you're drinking it on a subtler level so you can find the taste because that is that is subtle mm. but it is there that elderflower is there the sides of your tongue okay like drink and then swallow it down the sides of your tongue that's where i found mm, the, the, yeah. the better way of tasting it absolutely that's what if we added elderflower cordial Oh, that would ruin teams. it, wouldn't it? That would ruin it. I really like this. <laughs> Come to the podcast and just listen to us drink tea and go, whoa. Oh, that's good. <laughs> this is this the tea's lovely. Whoa. I really hope when you listen to this, you guys do have a cup of tea. Because if I listened to this and then heard someone enjoying a tea, I would get such tea envy. I'd be like, oh, no, I need, a, I need a brew. I need it now. Yeah. Please say, please say you're drinking a tea, guys. There is something special just about drink a tea. How about... Here's some news. Mm. Breaking news. Um, because we drink so much tea in this house, mm. our daughter, our <laughs> baby daughter, who's just turned four months, has now is now basically reaching out for every single mug that we hold. Yeah. And, it, and when I sort of let her tentatively hold one last night, she took it straight to her mouth like she was going to take a sip. And obviously she's she knows going to just bite and try it on her teeth. But... She keeps looking at mugs. Every time I'm holding one, she's just staring at it like, oh, there's another one. And then she reaches out. Yeah. It's like, and I think it's because we drink so much tea. Absolutely. She sees it as this routine every single day. Like, what is that? I want to do that. We're going to have to get a baby tea. (laughs) Yeah, get her a little beaker. Well, it'd be water. (laughs) Yeah. Water or milk. That's all she's having for a very long time. Um, (laughs) That's really nice. That's really, really nice. So, Speechless is what I think you're going to say. Because you're like... Can you back. taste the sweetness? I wouldn't say that's sweet. No. At all. But maybe my palate isn't as refined as a lot of tea drinkers who are more further down the journey than me. Hmm. I'd say that's... It's not as... It's... Not as floral as I was expecting. No. And I think that's because if I think Did floral, I think... Yeah, yeah, we can have a bit more, though. Um, and it's brewed longer. Yeah, have a little um, Yeah, if I think floral tea, I think of a tea with rose in. Mm. And this obviously is not. There we go. I'm going to leave a little bit in there. Just so I just wanted can... to see if there was anything that was extra brewed at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, this, is a, this is a much more subtler taste than, than rose. Mm. It's safe to say. Has it changed it at all? I mean, you still have quite a bit of tea left in there. Mm, a little bit. It's just because it's like that's probably the sort of stuff that's sunk to the bottom. Yeah. The tea is. That's yeah. If you want a really subtle elder, it's like a gentle elderflower. It's like all you know, most herbal teas. It tends to be like a really gentle version yeah. of the taste, but it's not like like I find. My, my love-hate relationship continues with the berry types of, of herbal tea because it's just... Those it's like can be quite strong. No, because they're, like, strong when they overbrew and they can mm. be quite tangy, um, but they haven't got the, the sugariness that you yeah. associate with juice. So it gets kind of confusing. It has to be a really good one for those to work. This, Whereas this, this... This could be, like, quite a nice nighttime tea. Mm. But, like, the nighttime teas that we usually drink have, like, this kind of bitterness to them do you think yeah but in a good way like, we usually get chamomile chamomile yeah and then things with chamomile in 
Yeah, and the camera has... It's like a sharpness, maybe not a bit, but there's like a little hint of a sharpness. I think I know what you mean. Yeah, this but again this, is this more gentler like than a chamomile. Yeah, this this feels smooth. Very gentle. Like this goes down really smooth. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> it would be a good nighttime brew. It would. Mm-mm. It's. I'm enjoying it because you do have to like... If you just drink... If you just take like a, a slug, like a... I'm not thinking about it, just a glug, a glug of this of this tea... It's just warm and it makes me feel quite like happy and mm. and then <laughs> if you if you stop this is you know the, the <laughs> it's just the way you say it mm, the exact same pitch and um, if you stop and you think you can then get the elderflower and you, you can re- you know that it's elderflower like yeah. that taste is coming through but you have to like stop and kind of go so what you're saying <laughs> is it's kind of like a book that you've read before yeah you really enjoy yeah. And all you have to do is look at the cover and you remember how much you like that book. I like that but analogy. if you were to open the book and read it again, yeah. this is the stop and think yeah. part, then you get all the nuance and all the, wow, yeah, that's why I like that book. Right, okay. is, that a good, is that a that's, good analogy of it? That summed it up beautifully, Jack. Thank there you. you. Go. There that you was go. wonderful. Would you like some fun facts? Go on. We're getting this, this season, I can't get a season. Um, hopefully I can just carry on um, now. But this this set of um, episodes, I, I seem to be finding fun facts. So my first fun fact about elderflower tea is good for colds. Right. Why have they not been using this since the beginning of the year? <laughs> the baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, yeah. There's, there's a certain certain virus that maybe, maybe if we, hey. Quelled by, this is the, this is the. Let's I'm get not... in touch with who and tell them. <laughs> just needed elderflower tea. Honestly, apparently, according to online, it's it's like if you've got actually got the flu, this has got um, antiviral properties in it. And apparently, scientifically, now I can't tell you my sources for this, so this is why we are going to stress the word apparently. Um, apparently, scientifically, there is a virus that this genuinely battles against. Right. So it's like a. It's medicine. It's like old school medicine. That's it. So if you feel a little bit snuffly, so if I felt snuffly, I'd reach for the ginger yeah. and the the and ginger that. honey lemon. Now you're going for the now. Flower. I'm going to go for the elderflower. Ginger has that. that sharpness to it as well. That's Ginger's very sharp. Yeah. You know, people are stocking up on toilet rolls at mm. the beginning of the year. Maybe they should have been just stocking up on get the old yourself down tea. to Birchley's for an affordable. Can you imagine that tiny stall on that market being overwhelmed <laughs> wow. by people? Yeah, no, I never, I'm someone who always takes a lot of the health benefits of things with a pinch of salt, but I'm also a big believer <laughs> in the power of placebo. Um, even down to when I was pregnant, wearing those little C bands, the little wristbands with the acupuncture points. Yeah. I really, because I had quite bad morning sickness. Like, that not the worst like don't get me wrong it was it was manageable mm. but um I, I had it um and they just put a pressure point and they really did make me feel better but I, in my head I was going I don't know if they're actually making me feel better if they just making me think that I should feel better I think sometimes the act of doing something to help yourself is just as healing as well, you know because you're putting yourself in the right mindset aren't you you're saying I want to feel better I'm do- and I don't feel helpless anymore I'm doing something to make myself feel better yeah. inevitably you should feel a bit better yeah I don't want to go into like the gory details but like when I was at work the other day oh god I was going around <laughs> and then I looked at my hand yeah. and it was bloody and I was like what the heck and then oh. I realized this was like four weeks ago oh so. my god I looked down and I was like oh I've got a massive cut on the back of my thumb 
I didn't feel it whatsoever as I was going around for ages. And then I looked down, saw it, and then instant pain. Yeah, yeah. It's I was like, like so how long has that been? That must have been like that for a while. And then I didn't know. But as soon as I saw it, it didn't hurt straight. I say instant. It didn't hurt straight away. But then I kept going. And then I was like, oh, now I can feel it. Yeah. And I was like, now I'm thinking about it. Now it hurts. It's like, oh, why did I have to look at it? Yeah, it's yeah. like the, your brain had to catch up. Yeah, that was on this one. There's only the little tiny remnant left. But, um, so, on that note of, mm-hmm. of the, the health, the, you know, yeah, making you feel better, mm-hmm. you have to be very careful. And so this is, talking about foraging earlier, I probably should have mentioned it then, in case anyone's turned the podcast off and they're like, off I go to the elderflower tree. <laughs> um, it's very poisonous. The elderflower tree or right, bush. don't stock up. <laughs> don't, don't stock it's up. It's very it. poisonous. You can have the flowers. So yeah. we're drinking dried flowers right now. And if you were to make um, fresh elderflower tea with fresh flowers, um, or elderflower champagne, or indeed cordial, you would need the flowers. You do not want the seeds, leaves, branches, or bark. It's all poisonous. You want the whole part. So Basically, anything other than I those tiny little petals. So I might sound like a massive idiot here. Okay. Is it safe to drink if you're breastfeeding? I don't know. Does it well, I don't see why not. No, I no, because this is fine. This is this isn't poisonous. Okay. The elder, yeah, I don't no. know if it, if it it converted somehow. If it was no, like... because I'm sure I had an elderflower cordial when okay. I was when I was okay. pregnant and stuff. Yeah, so. That's fine. Yeah, don't uh, worry. I got worried. Yeah, no, I'm not going to poison our. I'm not going to poison like, our flower. child. Get rid of it. No, no, no. The flower, the flowers are fine. It's the seeds, leaves, branches, and bark. No. So all through history, it's been used as a medicinal tool, mm-hmm. um, including those things. But um, who is who's the uh, original doctor? Not the actual Hippocrates. Hippocrates. Yeah, Hippocrates. He apparently um, was a big fan of the elderflower. Or the, mm. the 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 ancestor, yeah, the ancestor of yeah. the modern day elderflower, and um, we used it for a lot of medicinal things. But yeah, so be careful if you are going to go go a foraging, go a rambling, and get yourself some elderflower. Please just use the petals. Um, and my last fun fi- fun fact is the Latin name, mm. which I should have looked up how to pronounce, but I think I can guess. The Latin name for this is Sambucus. And what does that sound like? Sambuca. Yes, but it's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> but it's just interesting because it makes you think that maybe Sambuca has got something to do with elderflower. But it doesn't. Sambuca is actually made from coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the arch nemesis to tea. It's not. I love both. Yeah. Um, but Sambucus, Sambucus uh, translates to gift of the gods. It so we are is. drinking the gift of the gods yes. right now. Gift of the gods. Um, which is, might be why Sambuca is called Sambuca, because they think that is the gift of the gods. But if anyone has drunk Sambuca and woke up the next morning, you'll know that it is a gift <laughs> <laughs> with an edge. <laughs> I was trying to see, because I was looking at the Hippoc- uh, Hippocratic Oath. Hippocrates of Coast. Hippocrates. This guy. Oh, yeah. Hippocrates of Coast. I was just, I was curious. I was thinking he's a man of... Cos, uh, I think. Cos, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it doesn't say... I was looking up um, how he died. Because I was cu- I was just curious. Uh, uh, oh, some say he lived... There you go. That's what I wanted to know. Like someone who uh, was like the first doctor. In mm-hmm. sort of air quotes. 
I wondered how did he die if he was the first Doctor, and he did apparently. Some say he lived well over a hundred. Oh. So, go, Elderflower, go. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's this, this is it. We have found the elixir to life. There you go. And also, it's the it's, it's it's deathly it's companion. The fountain of youth. <laughs> It's like, yeah, there's the petals of the chalice in Indiana Jones that he needs to, the, the carpenter's chalice. Yeah. And the branches and the leaves are all gilded. Yeah, because if you eat the leaves, you've chosen poorly. poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you drink in the elderflower tea? Well, you've chosen wisely. wisely. <laughs> Excellent. If you haven't seen Indiana Jones, please do. That's the one with Sean Connery in, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's one of my favourite ones. Yeah. Oh, oh, Sean Connery. Oh, for God's sake, yeah. world! Like should, certain people, you just feel like are going to live forever, and he was one of them. Well, I he think. was like ninety, wasn't he? I know, but you just you watch the movies and you you forget that they age mm. past the movies, and then you see them. <laughs> you forget that the movies you're watching, like Last Crusade, came out yeah. the year you were born. Yeah, yeah, I just think that the. And he was already old in that. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. He should have drunk some elderflower tea. He should have drunk some elderflower Maybe he tea. did, that's why he lived till 90. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, R.I.P. Sean Connery. Yeah, who else has gone recently? Barbara Windsor. I heard about that, and then I thought, I don't, no disrespect to Barbara Windsor, but I thought she was already dead. No! I did. When I saw that, I was like, have I seen this already? No! I saw it on the newspaper things at work, She's and I was already. like, I thought Barbara Windsor died years no, ago. No, she hadn't, she'd done loads of things. <laughs> Well, R.O.P. Bumble, I know, no, she was a very funny lady. Yeah. She was very good. Yeah. I can't remember anyone else. No, we've got to get too sad otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's Elder Flower? <laughs> we're we're saying this, and I'm looking up at our bookshelf, and on there is a plant that I've neglected horrendously, and it's died a death. Look at it, the sad brown leaves. The little one. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about all these. Like, oh dear. No, back to Elderflower. It gets more, um, a stronger flavour as it cools down, I think. Mm. Elder flower. The elder flower. It's cool. It is cool, isn't it? Mm. It feels magical. Yeah, elder reminds me of this in uh, the book, the tabletop game Warhammer. Yeah. Thousand. I think there might be in the old Warhammer one as well, which is set in like sort of fantasy medieval times. In the future war one, there's a there's a faction, a chapter mm-hmm. called the Elders. Oh, uh, okay. Who I collected first. I had bought five. What What were they like? They're like space elves. <laughs> it's two words you don't expect to hear together uh, like I enjoyed it thoroughly the elves of Lord of the Rings because the, the idea of Warhammer not to go too mm. deep and I'm not an expert on it but no I'm we need to get Will it. your friend Will yeah. on here to talk Warhammer don't but we like, there's the Warhammer which is the board game where it's set in like a, an alternative medieval time with like lizard men skeleton armies and you know dwarves and all that mm-hmm. sort of and elves mm-hmm. and dark elves and then Warhammer 40,000 is sort of the same, as if I could be wrong here, but it's the same universe, but set in, in the year 40,000 or something, where it says, like, oh, what's the tagline? Like, in the... Oh. Ooh. We have oh, a call. We have a call. Hang on. Let's pause this a second. I think it's the... And we're back. I wonder, will that, that tone all be on the on the podcast, won't it? It'll sound like I've inserted a ringtone because that's like I the stock no. take. No, because this is recording through the mic. It's not recording f- the sound through the computer. So it's going to pick up it from the speakers. Yeah, so you'll hear it. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. hear it. Yeah. 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 And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Warhammer. Warhammer, yes. <laughs> I'm that's trying to remember rude, why. You, you asked what elders are. And I was yeah. just basically 
get into this. It was meant to be brief until we were rudely interrupted. Interrupted by but the name. So Warhammer, old fantasy kind of thing. Warhammer 40,000 is it in the future. And I believe, if I remember correctly, the, the tagline of that was like, in the future there is only war or something like oh. that. It's like a, you know, and it's just battles everywhere. Yeah. But anyway, the point is the Eldar are the elves in the future. like, And they've got technology and they've got these helmets that are like really pointy that have mm. their... I, I, I believe I'm right on this. And then you've still got the Dark Elder, who are the Dark Elves. Uh-huh. over. And the orcs and yeah, yeah. There you go. Sounds fun. Yeah, Warhammer. I've it, never looked. I've never gotten into Warhammer. It, it's um. I've played a couple of games. Well, I say couple, maybe more than two. But like, I played a few games when I was younger. The idea is like you paint all these mini things. Yeah. You get them looking super detailed, and then you have this. Usually, go into the shop with your army, and then you challenge someone. This is how. See, it sounds really and then, fun. And then you do I battle just... with them through the game, and it's like rolling dice, and that yeah. determines which way the ruler's pointing and then you roll another load of dice oh, to really? determine how many centimetres you move forward and, and oh, you do that. Cool. And, it's, and it's like if you were to... What I've always wanted to do, and I will do this one day with when we play chess next, Yes. is I've always wanted to take a video of our game from above, and I'd love to do this with Warhammer, but it'd take freaking ever. But like um, with uh, chess, take a camera, put it above the board, have a game... And then take a picture every time of the board with our hands away from it. So it looks like they're moving by themselves. So it looks like they're moving by themselves. So then you can actually see the battle strategy. Oh, let's so do that next time who, we play. Like what happened on the battlefield? Yeah. Where did the king go? Where did the queen go? Where did like the pawns move position? Because yeah. you like you play a game and you're not really thinking about it. But when you see it from that sort of outside perspective, mm. I'm always curious. Like how does that look? And I'm sure someone has done that. But I want to do it. But we will do it. I want to do it. Well, I say we, you will do it, and I will watch it and go. But it's going to be painstaking, because it's like, play a game, record it, and then go through it, and every time we have our hands off after a move, you just print Mm. screen and take a picture, and then stick them all together. Yeah. Yeah, it could be done in a day, Hmm. but it'll be a whole day, and we've got to be... No, it won't take long to do that. That'll take a whole day. (laughs) That'll take a whole day. It won't take a whole day. It will take a whole day. With a baby, it'll take a whole day. Yeah, probably. We We probably should just get the board out and leave the game running, and we can just keep... Mm, I think we move when we eventually move into our, our next place, wherever yeah. that might be. And there's a bit of space. I'd like a pedestal in the room a that pedestal. has it all. A chess yeah. pedestal. Yeah. I love it. Like, yeah. like a column. Yeah. The, the board. Because we've got a really nice chess Yeah, board. we do. My stepdad gave it us because I, I coveted it for so long. And then yeah. he, he gave it us because he's lovely. Yeah. And it's really nice. Big, big hearty pieces. Yeah. With a couple of stools around it. I am now drinking a heavily brewed elderflower tea and the flavour is much stronger but I wouldn't say it's ruined it by being over brewed Mm. at all I've finished mine I finished mine when you were on the Mm. phone call Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, is there caffeine in this? no 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 No, it's just maybe I've just woken up because I'm talking about Warhammer or something because I feel (laughs) buzzing yeah maybe I've just woken up yeah because it is morning time good morning it is morning Um, and on that note I think we should probably wrap up yeah I reckon Wrap up all cosy. Wrap up like an elder flower. Like a <laughs> The sun's gone away. Yeah. <laughs> Pull your petals in. <laughs> yeah, and be aware that you're highly poisonous. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. I'm really enjoying doing some podcasts again. Um, we've got some more teas to review, some more chats coming up, so just stay with us. We'll be back in a fortnight um, for another brew, for another tea and chat. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh, and if you want to chat in the meantime, do find me on Instagram at Pod of Tea. 
It seems pod. to be where I'm hanging out at the moment. So I sometimes worry that when we say pod of tea, sometimes... People uh, are hearing pot. Pot, yeah. Yeah, no, pod. P-O-D. Like, P-O-D. Yeah. Podcast. It's pod. about the same as it is on your device as you're listening to this podcast. Yes. Yes. Lovely. Come, come have a chat. Cool. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>